Graham, we've already had our first midweek of games for League One and I League know. Two. It's f- crazy. <laughs> It just never seems to fail, but there's so many teams in this league. They're already playing League Cup. They're already playing Johnson's Trophy. They're already playing them all. It's just, here comes the 867,000 games that involve the <laughs> English Football League. Yeah, it's it's just a never-ending circus shit show of fun. Hmm. Let's go ahead and start the show. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Hello and welcome to E uh, DU does the EFL, a completely brief biased recap of the English Football League as told by two common American schmucks. I'm your host, Sam Houston, who stumbled all over that fucking intro and across the way from me, my co-host, Mr. Samuel Graham. Sammy, sucking on the vape. How you doing? Uh, doing very well, thank you. Uh, a couple of fantastic stories from League Football this weekend. Uh, it's... It, you look at some of these things, right? And it's like, okay, well, what am I going to highlight? It's like, what am I not going to highlight? Because yeah, no, there's just constantly there's shit everywhere. Fucking just Wigan. 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 Right. <laughs> like, yeah. just, the story that just keeps on giving is who they are. It's fucking insane. We're recording at the DU Public House just outside the nation's capital. You can check us out wherever you get your podcast. You can also catch us live every single Monday night on uh, all your streaming podcasts. Preferable platforms of preference. Man, I am all kinds of tongue tied. My ass is already in fucking Portland. I'm already on West Coast time. My uh, brain's is that fucking. What it is? Yeah, it's just fucking not together. I'll have to tighten this shit up it, later, huh? Yeah. Definitely. Oh, shit. Because it's um, not the preseason anymore, Sam. Yeah, no, it is not. <laughs> Should you want to chat with us, there is many ways that you can. Mr. Graham, tell the good people how they can get in touch. I think I got jet lag. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> It's at D Football Show on all the social medias and D Football Show at gmail.com to get in touch via email. Excellent. Sam and myself both work on the wine and spirit industry. Would you both please stop a- trying to do this? We're drinking the same shit we drank on the other show. I know. I'm just, it's, it's, it's habit. It's, you know, know. it's the pitch count. Got to just okay. kind of keep going through the rotation, you know? Good. You bring down the glove, you nod, then you go into <laughs> yeah. the wind up. It's just how it works for me. Adjust your cup. All right. Well, then let's go ahead and get the fuck into it. Let's have a great show. Yes, let's do that. Excellent. Cheers, cheers. And, uh. Hey, Mel, you want to hit that sounder that you love to hit so much? Championship Corner! I've fallen, and I can't get up. Oh, no! All right. Ipswich and Leicester are both 3-0-0 and sit top of the fucking table. We expect that from Leicester, but Ipswich is quite a surprise. Yeah, they're rolling right now, um, scoring a fair few goals as well, uh, and good for them. Yeah, it'd awesome. be nice to see the other uh, from Suffolk rather than Norfolk, mm-hmm. but it'd be nice to see uh, that half of the old farm up in the Premier League for the first time in a very, very long time. Yeah, that would be cool. Well, and w- I, we're looking forward to we actually get an old farm derby this year because those two have been either Prem Championship, Championship, and League One. Mm-hmm. So it's been a good 
three, four seasons, I want to say, since we've had a proper old uh, farm. So old that should farm, be yep. very good to see. Um, Sunderland finally off the mark. Uh, so are, I feel like, Middlesbrough got a point, and there's a few teams down around there who's finally got some points and starting to pull themselves back right. out, which was nice to see. Uh, Leeds get a draw, and also Leeds just keep losing people. And we're, we, we talked about it on the main show already, but Tyler Adams goes to, um, Bournemouth. Goes to Bournemouth. And then, of course, you also had, of course, Jack Harrison go to Everton. Everton. Like, he was injured anyway, but so he wasn't really there to start the season. But 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 everything that we know of this team, other than obviously the younger players like Somerville and stuff like that, like this team's really not the team it was. And, no, and I'm nervous already for them. So am I. I don't think they're going to go down again. I think they'll do enough to be able to stay in. Because you, you got to imagine Nanto and a couple other ones will be lighting the championship up soon enough, huh. or um, if Nanto's even there. Well, that's Nanto's true too. And Somerville as well. Uh, Crescencio Somerville may be mm-hmm. gone as well. Um, but yeah, you, you got to imagine they, they'd figure out how to write the ship. But um, they did a lot of ill-advised business under uh, uh, when Bielsa was there, and I don't think they have a shit ton of money to be bringing people in. Right, is part of the problem. They don't. They they really um, don't. They essentially just after firing Bielsa and then just the next few coaches, you know, just buying people to to try to fix fix everything. And then nobody could put it together. Yeah. It's kind of similar actually what's happening to Chelsea, to be honest. Yeah. You're not wrong. I mean, they have less of a squad than that, so Mm -hmm. it should be a little easier to trim some of that fat, but they got to try to keep holding on though in Somerville. I did want to take a quick look at uh, some of the stats so far this season. Uh, you have Armstrong and Adams for Southampton, both already on three goals. And then there's uh, a couple of Hall players, too, who Hall City players who are sitting on three goals yeah. each as well. So already starting to see some goals. Uh, certainly people, you know, and the, from there Accumulating you wonder. goals quickly. Armstrong, you figure, is probably staying. But the links for Adams going to Everton are really starting to take form. And I wouldn't be surprised if that happens before the end of the transfer window yeah absolutely y'all are going to need a way to score goals i mean che adams is not one that that strikes a a tremendous amount of fear in the hearts of premier league defenses but he knows that division you know he's played in that division for a long time he's good um, for probably eight goals as a backup right you know exactly and he's no one's ever accused him of not having a motor but he works hard yeah he works hard as hell yeah that's for damn sure and uh only one club without a lone point so far in the championship, sitting in dead last. Team that had a lot of expectations, especially the way they got promoted. Yep. Sheffield Wednesday, not looking good. No, it's not a great start. They'll need to drag themselves out of this quickly if they're going to uh, want to stay in the division because those games come thick and fast. And um, if you dig yourself too much of a hole, it's very, very, very difficult to get yourself out oh, of Oh, absolutely. Especially with the amount of games there are because then you just, you know, it's one step forward, two steps well, back. Well, and, and the person that you would need to get out of that situation already had coached Sheffield United at one point. So, <laughs> yeah. the old warlock. Yeah, precisely. Well, hey, he might not have a job at uh, Huddersfield. Maybe he decides to come back again because that's not out of the realm of possibility for the old warlock. You know what I still want? What's that? Which would be perfect is Roy Hodgson to manage Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah. The Owls. Yes. The he's Owl. An owl. <laughs> the Owl managing the Owls. Yeah. It'd be great. And I think I think he's actually going to be sticking around the whole season at Palace this year. I got to tell you, with Roy the boy. I think he might. Um, moving on to League One. Three wins, one draw, no losses. Wigan sitting on two points at 19th place. <laughs> <laughs> That's the old, uh, the old fucking um, uh, points deduction. 
<laughs> and and they beat one of the top teams in the league, Bolton, four to fucking nothing. Yeah. Two points, 19th, 19th place. place. <laughs> but at least they've they've gotten their point deduction done with early. Now they can just crack on and, and yeah, it's out of play the, way. the rest of the football. It, yeah. It's out of the way. What you hope for them, for Wigan, is that they don't find themselves at the end of the season where those eight points were probably necessary to get them into the playoffs. Right. I do think that they're probably talent wise and the fact that they came down from the championship. And as we've discussed, they've been a bit of a yo-yo team between the championship and league one. This is a team that will likely make the playoffs. They really will. And if they miss the playoffs, the only reason why they will have missed the playoffs is because they suffered an eight point deduction at the start of the year. Right. That's absolutely going to be the case. Cause I, I think you'll see them in and around it. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely. Unless of course they end up being a selling club in January, which the way their money's going, they might have they to might be have a selling to, club. Yeah. In. Well, you would hope there's a little bit of a cup run in there somewhere, whether it be the league cup or the uh, FA cup, mm-hmm. which will guarantee them some sort of extra prize money that they don't need to get, you know, sell anybody but we'll see what happens well and speaking of selling somebody they've already got a guy on five goals uh, charlie week what white white we're gonna say w-y-k-e white like like pike i like wiki 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 that'll work too wiki wiki his <laughs> mel's doing the little scratching thing so, great minds mel great minds yeah it's uh so already on five goals they've already got the the league's leading goal scorer that would yep. not surprise me the championship loves to poach a big time scorer yep, in from League One in January. Because yep. normally, especially a team like Wigan, that $5 million is the difference between them making their payroll or not. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, 100%. You know, that's always been the problem with them. At the top of the table, we actually have five teams all at three wins and one loss. You have Cambridge, Bolton, the Posh, Oxford, and Stevenage all sitting right at the top of the league right now. Nice. Yeah. That'll be interesting because. There's a couple others that we'll talk about, obviously, that are unbeaten, but there's a lot of draws in there, so they're they're not doing so hot. <laughs> so it would be interesting. Obviously, they're formidable outfits um, because they haven't lost games. Right. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how crowded it does get at the top of that table um, when those teams start turning some of their draws into wins. There you, go. you know what? Let's go ahead and talk about that first, and then we'll get to Pompey at the end because I know you said you had a fun story with them as well for Pompey. But um, Pompey... Blackpool and Wigan are all three unbeaten right now. The only three unbeaten teams in League One, and they sit in sixth, eleventh, and nineteenth respectively. Nice. Says <laughs> yeah. damn draws, man. Yeah. Well, it's uh, for Pompey. They're uh, two wins, two draws, no losses. And for Blackpool, I think they're one win, three draws, no losses so far. Mm, all right. So that so <laughs> the fun Pompey story is uh, Portsmouth almost had their game abandoned this week. Okay. Weekend. Very cool. I don't know if you heard this. Okay. Well, they did have a draw, so that was the the final result. So go ahead and go into there the story. There was also twenty three minutes of added time onto the second half. Really? Referee goes down with an injury. Okay. Fourth official comes on. He goes down with an injury. Oh shit. So they almost had to call the game. Players had left the field, everything, while they were trying to sort out and figure out what to do. Stadium announcer makes a general announcement uh, to see if there is a qualified referee. Just to run the line? With his FA badge to run the line, and one of the linesmen take over the center. Right. And there was. Local legend in Portsmouth. I think we spoke about him once as well here uh, because um, it's definitely in our wheelhouse. He is was this, one is this the crazy lunatic fan? No. Okay. He was one of the guys that um, 
he was the referee that uh, booked somebody for uh, kind of farting near him. <laughs> <laughs> Love His it. name is Bunny Redding. Bunny Redding. <laughs> uh, didn't fancy it. Yeah. Just so happened there was another qualified referee. Oh, yeah. oh so they asked him. He was like, nah, nah. That's yeah, good. I'm not I doing need, that. I don't yeah. need to do it. I'm here watching the match. I don't uh-huh. need to fucking ref today. And then um, in Portsmouth's hospitality area, actually, there was another there, a qualified referee that came down, uh, I presume borrowed a uniform, and then ran the line, finished the uh, game running the line. For a nil-nil draw. For a nil-nil draw. For, for all that. For, fuck there's all. No more of a Portsmouth sentence than that. <laughs> for a nil We had to get a referee out of our no own hospitality draw. and still couldn't win the fucking That's game. That's fucking brilliant. <laughs> uh, by the time this comes out, uh, the League Cup games will have happened, I believe. Yeah, it's this, this week that the League Cup games happen. So we... Obviously, we record this on a Monday. They'll happen on Tuesday, Wednesday. So we won't, and this will come out on Thursday. So we won't have known the results. But of course, the League Cup will have played through. I'm really intrigued to see how League One's going to shape up as a whole because you have so many teams. You have the teams that just came down, right? Because like Reading's now down there Mm -hmm. and the Posh are down there. And then you also have, of course, Pompey, who's been down there for a while, a while now, yeah, but has always been in the playoff discussion every single year. Yep, you know it's Bolton who's seemingly working their way up the the chain, but like teams like Oxford are typically in and about it all the time too. So it's like there's going to be some good teams at the end of the season that are not going to be in the playoffs. Oh, yes. They're going to be stuck another year. Yeah, typically the third team, that that third team that advances up to the championship, with the exception of, like, Wickham, right? Because Wickham, it was just a miracle that they had gotten promoted. But in most of those instances, normally that third team that comes up is pretty fucking decent, you know? Oh, yeah. And it's going to be very interesting to see how that all ends up playing out. Yeah, it definitely will. It, it could get very crowded, like I said, very quickly if, if you know, they can get off the mark with, with those draws. Um, it can get very crowded very quickly at the top, and you don't want to be the one caught with your pants down yep. uh, on the outside looking in. All right, finally, we're going to take a look at League Two. Um, Aki get a draw and a win, both at home and sit in fourth place, baby. Come on, yes. So we're look, rooting for Aki big the playoff time. spot. Get their asses right the fuck back up to League One. Love Even- it. Even though, um, from that conversation that I had with Ben last year, he he even openly admits that they're probably more stadium-wise and facility-wise a League Two side. Right. But they've always done such a good job recruiting that they've always been a League One side and always in and around it. What's interesting to see is how do you keep up with the Joneses when that's the operation you run, when you've got, you know... Hollywood money in Wrexham to just kind of, you need something, buy what you fucking need, you know? Like, right? oh, we need a big fucking shirt sponsor, you know? It was TikTok, and now it's somebody else, but it's another big fucking, like, League, two, company, yeah. league 2 never gets a fucking, no. uh, you know, a shirt sponsor. Shit, some Premier League teams can't even get a shirt no. sponsor. Yeah, precisely, <laughs> multiple. Hey, Mel, <laughs> would you mind looking up real quick um, just who Wrexham's shirt sponsor is this year? I remember seeing it, and it's a big-name business, you know, and enough that they're able to get real fuck money. 
Yeah. You know, it's not you like. You know what, what shirt is always near and dear to my heart? What's that? Uh, the Chivas de Guadalajara uh, shirts that had the Wonder Bread on the ass. <laughs> under the It was under the number. Yep. So it was the back of the shirt, bottom of the shirt sponsor. Right on the but it was it was Wonder Bread right on their ass. It was pretty funny. Brilliant. Well, you hope with this sponsor that the team doesn't crash and burn because it is United Airlines. Yeah. Fucking United Jeez. Airlines. Like. Well, hey, they just disappear. <laughs> well, that's Malaysia Airlines. Uh, Malaysia Air. That's right. That would be old Cardiff. <laughs> Cardiff had Malaysia Air. Well, hopefully Alec uh, Baldwin doesn't get drunk in the stands and threaten to shoot anybody or whatever it was. <laughs> he did on that flight. Wasn't that a United flight? He got like hammered. It was like yelling at a stewardess like, do you know who I am? I don't know. Alec Baldwin did. But he did. Sh- he, maybe I'm conflating two stories. So yeah. maybe your joke's worse than mine. <laughs> no, I thought they were both. <laughs> I conflated him. I thought he threatened somebody on the plane as well. I know he did shoot somebody. Uh, somebody gave him a loaded gun. Yeah, during or during a shoot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, a sad. prop gun. A R- prop gun. Yeah. R.I.P. All right. Um, speaking of other things you don't like, uh, Gillingham sitting in first place at four zero and zero. Man, I mean they're off to a great start, and good, you know, good for them. <laughs> I just like the fact that you have no real reason to hate them other than they were the rival team of a made-up team for a podcast you listen to. Good enough for me. <laughs> Gillingham suck. <laughs> like, they're they're now the they're now the number one rivalry. Yeah, <laughs> like that's the team now that is the one we're going to hate for League Two. Absolutely, hundred percent. But I'm also going to remind you that whenever they win. Um, <laughs> thanks. Tranmere scored three goals twice this week. The first one is in a 3 nothing victory. The other one in a 4-3 to three loss. Well, yeah, and th- so this is the same thing with, with Wrexham here. Like, there's <laughs> goals flying in galore in League oh, 2, yeah. which <laughs> we're about to come on to Wrexham. Oh, fuck yeah. But this is another team that's flying high and just banging them in, but can't seem to defend yeah, uh, well, for the most part because well, they're letting in a shit ton of goals as well. I, well. I believe that win was actually Tranmere's first win. They had to tie a couple of losses in this win, but they were at least finally on the board. And that's also, that's one of those clubs, as you said, very old established club. When you start to see teams in and around the bottom of League Two, you never want to see ones where you're like, oh, shit, like one year it was Leighton Orient. I know, like, yeah. Fuck, the O's? Like, the O's can't go down, right? right. Like, you know, when you think of Wrexham was one of those teams that got kicked out of the professional league. You know, you kind of look at those and you get a little little nervous, you know, and, and as the season kind of goes on, we'll start to see it all take shape and be like, uh. Yep. Hope it's not them. No, absolutely. I mean, they can swap spots with Gillingham anytime they'd like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and uh, talk about the uh, the big old 8,000-pound elephant in the room that everybody who's going to talk about Wrexham to get their first victory. Four to two, right? Yeah. Then promptly score five goals in their next match. Problem is, Sam, other team also scored five. <laughs> <laughs> and they sit currently in 15th place with, get this, are you ready for it, kids? A league best 13 goals for. And a league worst 13 <laughs> goals against. Looks like 13's their lucky number. Um, you, you know what? Ben knows how to ride a bike to work, but apparently he can't uh, make all the saves. Speaking of that, why is Villa making fun of Ben Foster online? What is What is that? Why? Well, I mean, to be fair, uh, the Italian player came out, like their promo video had a song, and apparently that same song is used for Ben Foster. 
And so Wexham thought they were being cheeky going, oh, Ben Foster. And yeah, that's like little kid coming up and like poking you with a stick and then you just backhanding him into oblivion. Uh, that's the point. It's like, that seemed harsh. It's like, like, it's just as, you know, prickly little club just it's messing like, around. Like, doo doo doo, poke. And Pre- then the villa of social media guy went, <laughs> The Premier League looks down and goes, <laughs> Oh, that's you down there? Yeah. I mean, I see, yeah, yeah, you got your Hollywood stars and all, but the, just, uh, so what, what they said was our goalkeeper wins cut wins trophies or something oh, or won the World Cup. Our goalkeeper wields World Cup trophies. Your goalkeeper Keeper cycles rides a, to work. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you ever do to anybody? By all accounts, he's a lovely man. Everybody like, fucking he has Jesus. a podcast. Everybody fucking loves him. <laughs> he's got a YouTube channel called the Cycling GK. Yeah, everybody yeah. fucking loves yeah. Ben. <laughs> Apparently, legend on a night out also just gets banged up. Oh, that's that makes me even happier to hear that. I yeah. love hearing that. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. no, no uh, idea why, but I. It's a random <laughs> like fuck you. All right, kids. Well, that's gonna wrap up the uh, the league recap for this week. We'll uh, be back next week to do it all again. Mr. Graham, any parting words? Yeah, I got an EFL D back. That Villa social media guy, <laughs> <laughs> fucking dickhead. Just leave him alone. Fucking brilliant. Emmy wrote that himself. (laughs) Probably. He probably walked over and was like, hey, say this. Have a good night, everybody. Yes. Hey, everybody, when you get a chance, please just uh, take a quick second, give this show a quick review. If you're listening, I know uh, there's a good fair share of you that are checking this out as well. Uh, It just helps with promotion, everything. So if you're listening on Spotify, give it a quick five stars. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please uh, do the same. Leave a quick review. Five stars, D-back. That's all you got to do. Just put that up. We we know what that means. So we're all good. And uh, till next week, everybody. Night. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right A.A. the fucking Gooner Graham. Smoke of a lord. Look straight in shorts. Sam Grammy. Sam Graham. Fucking new button!